following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the NFL wraps up another week tonight with the Rams. Stafford against the Niners. And here's what you need to do. Place a $5 bet on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your pick wins, you'll win $200 in free bets. It's that simple code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the nfl it is a money line monday presented by DraftKings on the michigan sports network are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the up the huge show is on air statewide on the michigan sports network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 you ready now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one bill simonson what's up michigan it is time to get together for a glorious hour of radio on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show we're heard on 19 stations i know i don't have a lot of enthusiasm in my voice this whole afternoon is and will be about my experience at the lion seahawks game yesterday i think i was in the bud light zone and I don't mean too many Bud Lights. I'm talking about in the Bud Light zone. What I say last Friday and all all last week after blowing the Minnesota game, that was a must-win situation. Seahawks had 47 total points on the year coming into the game. 47. They scored 48 yesterday, and they didn't punt. They did not punt. That was a road game for the Seahawks in Detroit. They didn't punt. And Geno Smith looked like he's going to get a 10-year, half-a-billion-dollar contract. The Lions put up 45. Goff had the best day of any quarterback in the league at home, and they lost. I was sitting up there at Section 340 with the hard-working people of Michigan. And it was an interesting experience start to finish, including a lady and her husband in front of us. We're all talking at halftime. You know, everyone's like, hey, this is still a game. And the lady looked at Tyler Pettit, my buddy who played football at Alma College for our listeners on AM 1280, coached at East Kenwood High, now in the insurance business in downtown Detroit, asked him if he was my son. said we're losing because of you you miss you are the devil you are lucifer what's the prefix on your phone 666 because if a woman has 666 as a prefix she's dating the devil you knew from the start when they couldn't stop the seattle seahawks at home there were no adjustments 
I'm going to tell you right now, and we'll go through what Dan Campbell said after the game, what he said to the media. Last year, he took away the offensive coordinator play-calling duties from Anthony Lynn, and he did it himself, and he needs to do that again with Aaron Glenn. Oh, and some of you Lions fans, well, they're building a good culture. They, the culture is good. Really? Hold on. Let me check the culture standings. Oh, Lions are going to the Super Bowl of culture. He's a good guy. Really? He's a good guy. He is a good guy. But it's a business. Look what happened to Paul Christ at Wisconsin. Wins nine games a year. When you're making millions, you don't get five years to see if it works. Well, we need our guys or it's injuries. Or they got the offense but the defense. Okay, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed since the opening game. Nothing. They're one and three and had three home games. I don't think Philly was winnable. I'll go with Philly as the best team in the NFL right now. And they came back to beat Jacksonville. And the Vikings just are living on a prayer. And they won in London. And the Lions gave that away. And then they come home in a must-win situation. And I was down on the field before the game. And I'm watching Seattle, and they had a different body language than the Lions. They looked ready. Lions didn't look ready. See, my concern is, hey, they got good guys. Dan Campbell has brought in talent. And let's remember, that's because you were bad, you got high draft picks. And you traded Stafford and you opened up cap room, or cap room to get more talent in, right? And you got, you know, draft day picks with that. I'm not, I'm not saying he should be fired, but he needs to take control of the situation. Just like Mel Tucker needs to take control of the situation. I don't need coach speak on Mondays. Well, you know what? That bus, the easy bus, isn't coming. Really? First off, who in the hell rides a bus? Uh, You got to take the hard bus. Okay, really? Well, I'm lost right now. Hard bus or easy bus? And Campbell, the Monday after, oh, we're going to make personnel changes on defense. Why don't you do that after the Philly game? Pascal and Jacobs. We'll be back at practice. Oh, the, the Monday afterwards, coach speak is killing me from Tucker and Campbell right now. And you Michigan fans, and I was on Anthony Bellino's X's and Bros this morning on the Michigan Sports Network. I had to call in. The Michigan fans complaining about the way Michigan won at Iowa. What, you want every game to be 59-3? to They won a road game at a place that arguably one of the better Michigan teams ever could not win. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy, there's still a learning curve there. I'm not sure he's a guy who can go to Ohio State and beat the Buckeyes. If the game was at the big house, I might feel a little bit different. But they won in Iowa City. Yeah, Iowa got a couple of junk touchdowns. But the Michigan fans, what do you want now? Because they beat up on Hawaii, UConn, and Northern Superior University? You want every game to be 59-3? What are you complaining about? Gosh, you know, the Lions, and and you Lions fans are like, yeah, I'll give it a couple more years with Campbell. I, I will. 
I'll do a couple more years and see how it works out. Really? Really? It's the NFL. It's not a mid-major college program. You get 17 chances every year. And they had three home games. And a road game they should have won. This should be a 3-1 and team right now with Lions fever. A football frenzy across the state. And instead, hey, Aaron Glenn, you're not adjusting in-game. You're not having good game plans. It's time for Dan Campbell to do to you what he did to Anthony Lynn. And I don't care about you guys were buddies in New Orleans. I don't want to hear about buddies. I don't want to hear about good guys. I want somebody to figure out if the tight end is kicking your ass, what do you do to stop him? That's what I want to see. I don't want to hear Monday. Yeah, we're going to get. We're going to look at defense. Now, I don't know if Dan Campbell has a Southern accent like that. <laughs> I tell you what, we're going high. I just I, I talked to Brian Kelly, and all of a sudden I got a Southern accent. When I sit there with hardworking fans in the Bud Light Zone. Section 340, still good seats. Every seat's a good seat at Ford Field. We all can see this. So how can Aaron Glenn and an entire defensive staff not see this? Superfly had his cousin for the first, or not cousin, nephew. Very first Lions game. The kid right now is going through post-traumatic shock. Because he's never heard Pop Pop, his grandfather, Use those kind of swear words when it was Thanksgiving or birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. My Lord, they had a chance. And some will say, well, it's a long season. Now, do you see anything where that defense is going to get better? Any creativity, any adjustments? You know when the offense starts going with the Lions? Seriously. When they're behind... And they stop trying to be a power team. And they start slinging it. And Goff has the best day thrown for almost 400. Gosh. Just can't stop anybody. You score 45, even with you know bad clock management. You know, the way they, they just look disorganized. And if you're there at the game, you, you understand it. You don't see this on TV. They just don't look organized on defense. It just you, you get the, the the trap plays by Rashad Penny for two touchdowns. Look at the Seattle numbers. Penny with a, a buck fifty one, DK Metcalf with one hundred forty nine yards receiving, Lockett with ninety one, Geno Smith twenty three of thirty for two TDs. 320 yards. He got 34 fantasy points. How many of you started Geno Smith? Oh, my Lord, folks. This wasn't Kansas City that did this to Detroit. It was Seattle who did not punt in a road game in Detroit. Gosh. I mean, come on. 
And what? We're going to get the same rhetoric that we're going to make changes. We're going to work at it. No, Dan, you, this is your second year. You needed to work all that out during your offseason, and you had a three-win debacle of a season to work on it. And you finished strong. I've seen this way too much with Lions coaches and teams. Expectations, they don't hit them, and then they finish strong, and everybody buys in for the next year. And I buy in. And I like Dan Campbell. This is not anything personal towards any player. The NFL is a multi-billion dollar business. And you can't have garbage like that where Seattle isn't punting. I mean, DK Metcalf had to take the shark cart back to the locker room because he dirtied up his drawers. A shark cart. Because someone, when he's coming back out, we're sitting there in Section 340 in the Bud Light Zone. They're like, what happened to DK? And I go, I think that's the shark cart. Because I'll tell you what, we've all been there. If DK's catching a slant pass down at the other 20 and the bathroom's up the tunnel, I think I'm going out to one of those four-wheeler stores and buying me a shark cart. (laughs) With sirens. (laughs) Uh, Clear, clear the street. I have to get to the bathroom. Hi, I'm Bill Simonson. Welcome. And I'm actually, for our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, Kate Arnold, the great saleswoman, asked if I'd promote Shark Cart USA. That's on the south side of Grand Rapids. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Simonson for Shark Cart USA. Are there times when you need to motor, and I mean really motor to the bathroom? Look at a shark cart today. Oh, I'm trying to laugh, ma'am. I am. I mean, look at Hawk, 179 yards. Tyler Petter, my good buddy, called that, said he's going to have a monster day. I said, did you go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and do a same-game parlay with him? No, I didn't. I mean, Reynolds had a big day. The receiver stepped up. Kennedy had 54. Rain, look at, with all their injuries, their offense can get it done, but you can't get anything done. You can't force Geno Smith to punt. And not saying he'll punt, but I'm get a get a stop. That is crazy, flat out nuts. And then I know the routine now after the game. Well, we should like last week. We should have done that. Should have done that. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. And the people buy it. You know what? Some of you Lions fans. Oh, I'll never turn on. I'm not saying turn on them, but if you're a head coach can't get on the headset after they've gone up and down the field on two series and say, Aaron, make some changes. If he doesn't know every facet of special teams, offense, and defense, and talent evaluation, Dan Campbell shouldn't be a head coach in the NFL. You've got to know everything. So we're, we're all watching the tight ends the same plays over and over. And you're the head coach and you can't adjust at halftime, in-game, the first four weeks of the season? 
But we're all supposed to take the, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, now he needs, this is what I, some of you Lions fans just make me want to scream. Well, you know, he needs a couple of years still to get his guys. Really? Really? Seattle lost Russell Wilson. Trade to the Broncos. Geno Smith stepped in and everybody thought they're going to be the worst team in pro football, correct? And you know what? They put up 48 on the Lions in Detroit. That's coaching. They had the Lions thinking pass on the two trap plays to Richard Penny, touchdowns, backbreakers, see you later, game over. Where is all that blitzing that they did in the first half against Carson Wentz to not let him sit there and pick them apart like they did to start the second half of that Washington game, and then they adjusted? There was nothing. So you're telling me that Dan Campbell, Mr. Knee Muncher, cannot adjust to Geno Smith in an NFL game in front of 70,000 of your fans? And I think I might have just ripped my Achilles jumping up and down while I'm talking. But I'm going to do this show through the pain. I might have to use a shark cart, though, because now they, this bathroom's closed and I have to go way down the street. Oh, Superfly. It's killing me, man. You were there with your your nephew. Uh, This story that Hammer and Hank Hayes told me when his little nephew, they're celebrating his first game, Grayson, good kid. And they all get in the car, Superfly, his dad, and Grayson's father. And Grayson said, Pop-Pop, I don't ever want to go back there. And Hammer and Hank, a lifelong Lions fan, looked at Grayson and he said, gee, you don't have to. Superfly was passed out in the back seat after 14 tall boy Bud Lights. Then they realized when they pulled out, they didn't have Grayson's father. They left him behind, so they had to turn around in downtown Detroit, which on game day is is just a simple Yui. I don't know what else to say. I do want to hear from the audience, those that were in Ford Field with me, those who were watching on TV, listening to Dan Miller, Lomas, and TJ on the Lions radio network. I want to hear from you. When 866-838-4843, that's when 866-838-HUGE, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Hammer and Hank just sent me a text, actually. Hey, Bill, thanks for mentioning Grayson. It was his first Lions game. He told me when we got home that that was scarier than his first haunted house trip. Wow. When Superfly said his dad gets the <laughs> Lions lost body movement and step Walk where he takes longer steps. He's shimmying through everybody like he wants someone to accidentally bump him and get mad at him and throw down. 
Hearing the Lions fans up in Section 340, that Bud Light zone, I was so entertained all game. Oh, my Lord. It was. That's why I do the stands rather than the press boxes most of the time. Because I want to hear from the people. And that's what I want to hear from right now. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What changes are needed immediately for the Lions to salvage this season? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. I want your opinions. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Those that were in Ford Field, those that watched on TV, watched DVR'd it, watched it later. What do you do to fix this? That's our Bud Light HUGE question of the day. Bud Light is served up in Detroit and all across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Let's go to Corey in Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the HUGE show. Hey, Huge, I love you, man. Um, I think the first thing you got to do is when you trade up in the draft, maybe you pick a healthy player like Kyle Hamilton. Um, and I think, I think uh, I'm with you. Some of these Lions fans drive me nuts. I'm about your age. I'm 52. I've seen so much of this junk, I just can't hardly stand it. Uh, it's the same thing over and over. And there is no way, no way you can give Dan Campbell, no matter how much you like him, you can give him more than another year. That is just too much. I'm sick of the excuses. I'm sick of the letdowns. It's the same crap, with the exception of you can see there's effort. The results are the same. It's like watching it's like watching a skipping DVD or something. But I will say there is something different, Corey, and thanks for the call in Grand Rapids listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game. The offense is different. It is. The offense is different. This offense, through it's better than anything we saw from Stafford through four games. It really is. Not not complete, because Stafford never had complete four-quarter football. The offense is there, and that's without Jamison Williams and without DeAndre Swift. This is a defensive problem. You have scored enough to be 3-1. and one, And you had coaching and clock management and game planning and situational planning that you did not execute against Minnesota. This loss yesterday is about the defense. You scored 45 at home. And your defense and Aaron Glenn and every single defensive coordinator, coach, Chris Spillman in the booth, anybody can't figure out a way to get a stop with Geno Smith. Are you kidding me? Let's go to Dwayne in Bay City. He promises not to swear. We had to hit the dumb button last week. Uh, it's back-to-back dumb button Mondays uh, on the huge show. So, D, I uh, appreciate the passion. Thank you for not uh, swearing. Uh, you put that in advance. Uh, did you watch the Lions game yesterday? It's all good, man. Hey, hey, you know what? I made a mistake, and you know it happened. So, Thank you for accepting my call. And actually, I was at the game, uh, Big Huge, and I want to separate the good for the bad. The good, uh, Huge, is the offense without three of your starters, and you have backups in, it looked good. And golf looked good. And the bad. And, Bill, 
when I'm watching the game, I like to hear the people. I like to get on, you know, social media. And, you know, I've seen about 20-something comments. Well, it's the refs. Well, no. You know what? Yeah, the refs make bad calls, but this was about the defense. And with the exception of um, Aiden Hutchinson and Rodrigo, that whole defense, including Aaron Glenn, who they keep saying is a promising future coach, no, no, it's garbage. Just like last week against Minnesota when they lost in, on that crazy call. They should not have lost that game. 45 points oh. nine times out of ten because mm. at one time you will have a, a, a high-scoring game. and You might lose one of those high-scoring games, but nine times out of ten an average defense can win that game. And we're talking about Geno Smith. This reminds me of Sam not Sam Bradford, but Sam Darnold when we played the Jets and our defense was just atrocious. And then Dan Campbell, this is what it's about these young coaches bringing their buddies over. And if you think about it, Dan Campbell was a, a coach 2016 to 2020 in New Orleans. Alex Anzalone was a player on that team. Alex Anzalone is terrible, and he can't tackle. And Aaron Glenn is just a horrible and I, I say it like you, Anthony Lynn was, he was relieved of his duties after. Well, they didn't fire him. They, they, didn't, they didn't fire him, Dwayne. And thanks for the call from Bay City listening on 100.9 that you can hear in Midland, Bay City, and Saginaw. They didn't fire Lynn in the middle of the season. They let him stay on, but the play calling on offense was done by Dan Campbell last year. And I think Dan needs to announce that and remove Aaron Glenn and handle the defensive coordinator. Uh, calls. Aaron Glenn still coaches him up, but Dan Campbell is the boss of the defense. Actually, when you're the head coach, you're the boss of the defense, offense, and special teams. If it's going bad, that's when you step in. Areas you go work on. It's like Mel Tucker. What's going on there at Michigan State? DBs, that's your resume. No one can cover anybody. Maryland has athletes. They do. You know, and Iowa still has a decent defense. And J.J. McCarthy, there's still a learning curve. So I'll talk more about Michigan, Michigan State later. want to go to Tim and Ada, listening on 96.1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, Huge? I think I'm losing my voice like I did yesterday between yelling at the refs and yelling at Aaron Glenn and the Lions defense. Believe me, I, I was there. In fact, I said hi to you before the game with my, if you remember that, in front of the tin roof there. Yes, I do. I, I, I remember that, yeah, buddy. Yeah, 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 good. But, hey, maybe I am delusional, and I know I am. But when I hear the, the same old Lions, again, I apologize for even saying this, but they're not. This is not the same team. If anybody says this is the same team we've had for the last couple, they're, they're wrong. This offense is for real. This is not just getting a couple long shots, getting lucky. And am I crazy to think the defense can't get worse? Are they going to allow – they just can't. I don't I mean, can they? And if they just get a little bit better, I still think we're going to win six or seven. I think we'll have a streak of about three or four here. And I'm, I'm, I just – I don't know why. I just see a different team. I, and maybe I'm an idiot. No, <laughs> no, you're I'm not. The offense it. is different. The <laughs> offense is unlike anything, and that includes – Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Prime, and Tim, thanks for the call. And Ada, great meeting you at Tin Roof at our Michigan Sports Network DraftKings Lions pregame party. Huge crowd. Uh, it's awesome. Tin Roof, the old Chellies, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. 
No, I just told you before you came on, or maybe you weren't listening at that time, that it, the offense, it is a different team. But the question is, last week it's Dan Campbell taking care of situational and clock management issues that cost him a game. And this week it's not jumping in with Aaron Glenn on defense saying, what can we do? And making in-game adjustments. And then you get the code speak afterwards, which I think that's Matt Patricia. That, that, that's Jim Caldwell. That's Marty Morningweg. I've heard the coach speak all my life. But the thing I do hold on to, this is minus Swift and Jamison Williams. When you see Hawk, he looked like that 15 to $20 million tight end. He looked like a George Kittle yesterday. And I rarely have seen that from him. And when you get Jamison Williams back, does Goff have the arm to throw the bomb? And I'm talking 60 in the air. I don't know. But this is about defense, and your defense has been bad from week one. And I get injuries, but you have not adjusted or done anything except in that first half of the Washington game. And this is where the going back and forth and the constant changes, you were bringing heat and pressure and blitzes every single down on Wentz, and he could do nothing. And you had a 22 lead that should have been 30-35, right? Then you come out. And you got that soft defense that we watched yesterday all game. And Carson Wentz cut it to seven. But then the Lions adjusted. You know, how are you, how are you so up and down on your game plans? You know why? Because you're getting out coached. That's why. Remember, there's a staff on the other side up in the booth on the sidelines. And Dan Campbell, you have to remember, is young. Aaron Glenn's never been a head coach. So for us to expect them to get it done, maybe we have too high of expectations on the coaches. Because Goff has been the heat guy, but not this year. Lions have the most. Here, here, here's a stat before I get to a timeout. Lions are number one in offense, number 32 in defense. Dead last in the league in defense, number one in offense. They're not your same old Lions. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's the quick fix for the Lions if you're Dan Campbell? Answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opting on that huge text chain, text the word huge to 21,000. Yeah, the refs stunk. I've never seen so many flags picked up. And the, the do-over. Oh, what's that? From Forest Hills U Football League? Oh, we're going to do it over. The clock didn't start. No. The play clock had nothing to do with the breakup of the pass. A do-over. And you know what was going to happen as a Lions fan, didn't you? That they were going to score after the do-over. Boom. But then the Lions fought back on offense, and the defense just couldn't get a damn stop. Callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home and sporting goods is tripping you up, shop Meyer, where one trip saves you lots of trips. Plus, save just for making the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off every gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or use home delivery and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer, where all you need is just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now, they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. So fall is here. Kids are back to school, but there's still time to book a stay-and-play package in September or October and even look ahead to 2023 for that golf getaway, that special event, that wedding, that reception, that outing. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Everything you need is at TellingMoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they also have prime real estate available for your second home where you can live there full-time year-round in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Go to TellingMoreGolf.com to get more information. That's TellingMoreGolf.com. Also, if you live within driving distance, get up there and play 18 at Tullymore or 18 at St. Ives. You can book your tea time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the huge show across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. That airs as weekdays, 3 until 6. Go to thehugeshow.net. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's your quick fix for the Lions if you're Dan Campbell? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in. On the huge text chain. I mentioned at the start, part of my opening, huge opinion about the Michigan fans right now. Why? Do you think Michigan's Alabama, who, by the way, had to get a late touchdown to separate from Arkansas on the road, or you think they're Georgia, who struggled and had to come back in the fourth quarter to beat Missouri? Do you you see Ohio State numbers they're putting up and you think Michigan should be doing that? They won it. In Iowa City, which is a tough place, go ask ranked Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State teams that have all gone through there and came home with L's. 
you have got to be realistic about your expectations. I do believe the schedule sets up that this team will be undefeated going into Ohio State, but right now they don't measure up. I didn't think they measured up last year and they got the W, right? J.J. McCarthy, just something doesn't seem right. Is he hurt and we don't know about it? I, I, I don't know. I'll say this, looking at a big game, comparing Cade McNamara to like at Wisconsin last year when the Badgers were a better team before they got rid of Chris. Which that has to be, Barry Alvarez didn't like him. And Barry Alvarez is the godfather of Wisconsin football. But Cade McNamara can manage a game. He was pretty darn good last year, and the wins speak for themselves in the scoreboard. So there's still that learning curve that I alluded to. But I think Michigan's in a great place. You're a Michigan fan. What more do you want? They're number four in the country. Their schedule is set up to be 11-0 going to Columbus. I think you have angst that you're watching Ohio State and you don't believe that Michigan can go in there. I really think that's not all the Michigan fans, but that's an element of that fan base. Let's go to Tom in La Crosse, Wisconsin, I assume, listening on the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show or the live stream at thehugeshow.net. How you doing, Tommy? I'm good. How you doing? What's happening? Say, I'm 51 years old. The Lions have won one game in my lifetime. One playoff game. Statistically, that is improbable. Almost impossible. Coaches have come. Coaches have gone. Quarterbacks come and gone. GMs come and gone. The only constant is the Ford family. We are never going to win until they get rid of the team. They love mediocrity. They hire mediocre people, and then they stick with them forever. Time to stop buying Ford cars if you're a true Lions fan. Just can't even do it anymore. All right, Tommy. Take care in La Crosse, Wisconsin. That's not a good place for the Badger or Packer fans. You got Rodgers and the Packers. They're not that good. You got the Badgers fired their coach. But that's Barry Alvarez. Like I said, he's a godfather. It's not on ownership, man. They they forked out money for Holmes and Campbell and that staff and players. They did it with, you know, Patricia, you know, Rod Wood had too much say. I'm not going to go after ownership. I, I, I think they do a great game day experience. Ford Field... I'd like it to represent Michigan more, which meant you needed a retractable roof if you could do it all over again, where the elements in December could become an advantage for you. But this is on Dan Campbell not taking control of in-game adjustments. He pushed Lynn to the side last year. He needs to do the same thing with Glenn. I will tell you this. If the Lions go to New England... And Matt Patricia calling those plays. And you saw the offense with a third-string quarterback. Almost beat the Packers at Lambeau. If Patricia outcoaches Aaron Glenn, good luck Dan Campbell ever, ever getting past that. That defense is embarrassing. Like I said, number one offense, but number 32 defense. So if we go in the middle... 
and we took half of that and half of that, we'd be like 16. It's pathetic. And if Patricia outcoaches any Lions coach, oh, God. You, you want a huge opinion Monday, good luck one week from today. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Another week comes to a close. Tonight had a great game with the Chiefs and the Bucks last night. You have the Niners and Stafford and the Rams. So here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can then bet $5 on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your pick wins you'll get $200 in free bets if they do. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, when you place a $5 bet on the Rams or the Niners tonight, that's code HUGE only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game when it comes to their same game parlays. Opt-in required parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. And remember to check out uh, their same-game parlays where everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So the more legs you add, the more you can win with that same-game parlay boost only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app today and sign up. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses you're still going to get $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and exciting customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back across Michigan on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. But Light, the huge question of the day off of that god-awful defensive performance yesterday where the Seahawks didn't punt. Our Bud Light question, if you're Dan Campbell, what's a quick fix? I say take over defensive play calling and control that defense. Preparation, in-game, Leading up to a game plan and all that. Now, you can answer the Bud Light huge question of the day. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also a reminder, tonight on our flagship station, 96-1, the game, my son Ace's high school football team, the Pigskin Party, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, the Hawks, will be the featured team 6 till 7 p.m. on 96-1 in GR. Big. Bad. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the NFL wraps up another week tonight with the Rams. Stafford against the Niners. And here's what you need to do. Place a $5 bet on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your pick wins, you'll win $200 in free bets. It's that simple code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings. Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is the Monday after that Lions debacle. How many of you would have laid down money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that the Lions would score 45 points and not win the game? And the Seahawks wouldn't punt, and they had Geno Smith as their QB. Now we're getting the usual code speak. We're going to, you know, personnel changes are coming. Really? 
How about personnel changes in game when guys are getting burnt or burned? <laughs> Is it burnt or burned? We have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's a quick fix for Dan Campbell? You can answer that question when 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network mentions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games in downtown GR at Van Andel Arena. Their very first game ever at Van Andel Arena is November 10th. Solid organization with Steve Jabara, Shanae, and their crew. Look forward to working with them. I do want to welcome uh, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, to the huge show across Michigan. And if you're a basketball fan and you want a great venue at Van Andel Arena, Andre Miller, the former NBA star, is the head coach. That was just announced a couple of weeks ago. They'll be playing their home games at Van Andel Arena. The first one's going to be a big event November 10th in downtown GR. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join us in a moment. Our Michigan insider get his thoughts on his road trip to Iowa City and how Michigan played and what lies ahead for the Wolverines. Tim Stout from our affiliate The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Uh, Mel Tucker in Michigan State. You know, Mel's kind of circling the wagons. I think Mel, I see similar parallels here. Remember, State was, you know, preseason top 15, right? I think they were number 15 when they went out to Washington, maybe even a little bit higher in one of the polls. You've got to take control of this and not code speak. Fans don't buy code speak in today's Facebook world. They don't. They want to see change, not hear about it. And Campbell's got to stop the code speak, man. That that was the end of Matt Patricia. And I'm not comparing Campbell to Patricia, but Patricia, instead of being honest, just kept going with the code speak and kept digging a bigger hole. I believe Dan Campbell should take over the defensive play calling, game planning like he did last year when Anthony Lynn was struggling immensely uh, with golf and the Lions offense. He, he didn't fire him. He let him go at the end of the season. Uh, but I think Aaron Glenn has not earned the right to be the Lions defensive coordinator right now. And maybe Campbell jumping in, announcing that, working with Glenn, maybe they can write it. I don't know. You have a you have a lot of guys who are just beginning their second year, four games in, and they've been in positions they've never been in, and we're watching that a lot of co- or a lot of coaches like Hackett with Denver struggling, that you know, being in charge of everything, it's a different animal, college and pro. Let's go to Kurt in Farwell, Michigan, listening on AM twelve eighty of out of Alma, Mount Pleasant. Uh, you're live on the Huge Show. Bill, how are you? How you doing, Kurt? I think that we probably don't need to blitz as much as we're blitzing. I think Glenn gets a little blitz happy. And as far as personnel, who do we have in the cupboard? There's nobody going to come into the defensive back that's going to make a difference. Now, Jacobs might off the, the torn knee 
I think he had an ACL. He's coming back this week, Kurt. And Pascal, their uh, high draft pick out of Kentucky, I think Campbell said that today, that they'll be at practice this week. That's a little help. I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing it's going to change things. So, Kurt, thanks for the call. And Farwell listening on AM 1280 and Alma Mount Pleasant. His cell is probably going in and out. Anybody who's been up to, like, Farwell, Alma Mount Pleasant, good luck. If you get five good minutes on a mobile tower, enjoy it. I have five phones in farm fields uh, on the way to Mount Pleasant. Just chucked right out the window. Bud Light, the huge question of the day. What's the quick fix for Dan Campbell to get things right on that Lions defense? What is it? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, on the Grand Rapids Gold, social networks. I think the quick fix is do what he did with Anthony Lynn, like I said. Take over game planning, in-game defensive play calling. Do it. Because anybody who's telling me, and I'm getting some of these comments, well, they can go 3-14 and 14 again. We're going to get a good quarterback. They talked draft yesterday on my Facebook page, during my Facebook Live. Well, maybe we'll get a good draft pick. I'm like, come on, people. Look at that offense. Highest scoring team in the NFL with three games at home, and they're one and three. And then the Michigan fans complaining that Michigan didn't win big enough on the road in Iowa. Yeah, why don't you go tell that to some great teams from Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State who have had their seasons ruined by the Hawkeyes in Iowa City. The only smart fans right now in this state are the Michigan State fans who are celebrating the camp out for his own and looking ahead to Michigan State basketball. Let's go to Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He is the voice of reason, sanity, and huge opinions when it comes to Michigan. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? That's scary, buddy. But, uh, hey, I'll take a stab at it, you know. No, I was just using it for a transition. I really didn't mean <laughs> I knew you did. That's okay. <laughs> All right, hey, well, what about, these, what about these Michigan fans that aren't happy that they didn't win big enough? That, that should have been yeah. like 40 to 10. Uh, my my colleague John Bacon once said and says it all the time. I'm in the box. Michigan fans aren't aren't happy unless they're miserable. And there's a faction like that. There's no question about it. Now it's one thing to sit there like I did on Twitter, and I got called miserable for saying, "Well, that last drive was disappointing. They still have things to work on." When they gave up a, a touchdown to a crappy offense and a prevent defense with like a mi- in a minute, you know, these are these are tiny things that you have to work on and some things to clean up. But overall, you you win 27 to 14. You cover the spread. That game could have easily had J.J. McCarthy hit a couple of deep balls, been literally 38 to 10 or something like that, or worse. Uh, it wasn't, and you still won comfortably. Now, yeah, there were some moments there where they let him back in the game with a couple of bad plays. They relaxed a little bit, and, and you can question that, but you can't question the domination that you saw. That offensive line was pushing Iowa around. This is the, the nation's number one ranked defense, and granted, the, the, the level of competition they played wasn't great so far, and, and other teams will 
do some things against them too. But this Michigan offensive line was took it personal. You could tell. And I asked Trevor Keegan that Michigan's left guard after the game. I said, "Did you read the clippings? Could you, you know, did you have it in, in mind going in what you guys wanted to do?" And he said, "Absolutely." You could see his eyes light up. So uh, flat out dominance, and the defense needs to tip to stiffen up a little bit to beat the Ohio State's on the schedule and maybe Penn State. But overall, you can't complain, Bill. That was a fantastic win, and there's a reason that they're a top five team in the country. And the only thing, I don't junk points at the end. I, I'm not going to dissect that, mm-hmm. but. There is something about McCarthy where he hasn't looked comfortable the last two weeks. Well, 18-24 is, you know what, I thought he looked comfortable there. The one thing I I would say is that the, you know what, first of all, they didn't put him in positions to fail, and that's a good thing. Everybody was like, oh, just let him be J.J., let J.J. be J.J. Well, no, you don't let a, a sophomore quarterback in his first start in that environment go out there and start slinging it. They did exactly what they should have done. They ran the ball down their throats on that first drive, and they set the tone. And, and Bill, you would not have believed how quiet it got in there after that. That is one way, that is the way to quiet a crowd in that environment, is to run the ball down their throats because they know they don't have an answer for you. It's like Kirk Ferentz said, you are a great play caller. It's easy to call plays, he said, if you can run the ball like they did. And that's exactly right. It wasn't disparaging towards the Michigan play callers. It's just a fact that if you can run the ball like that, then it opens up all aspects of your playbook. Now, you knew their shots were coming. And he just missed on him. Just this one was a little bit closer. He had one that could have put Michigan up fourteen to nothing. Roman Wilson, he let him just a little bit too much, and I think he's going to get better there. But more than anything, the, the short passes—I call it the Cade McNamara offense. You know, he threw for 155 yards, and a lot of them were intermediate and short passes, but they were right on the money. And that's what that—that's what needs to happen in that kind of an offense. They're getting seven yards. They're getting six yards. They're getting you know a 15-yard play. So, uh, and I think you're going to see him get more and more comfortable, Bill, as we go on here. I think he's going to pick apart a couple of the offenses that he faces here in the next three weeks, starting with Indiana on Saturday. You know, I, I get the numbers in 18 to 24 in the high yep. uh, completion percentage but there's just that vi- the visual man and hmm. that he's the guy and there's you know he uh, and, and again he's young I go go back yep. to his high school days this is the stiffest competition he's faced when he's the guy going start to finish and I, I just think there's an adjustment period here and they've been able to beat Maryland who's not that bad of a team I watch that Michigan State game they're not that bad they're gonna be eight and four probably something like that in another bowl game where they won a bowl game last year in Iowa, in Iowa City. You mentioned the crowd. I'll give J.J. credit there. But I think the flash of J.J., when he when he splashed last year, I think a lot of people, media, fans, ha- had the bar set really high on this dude. Way too high. And we said that, you know, and it's, it's amazing. You know, you wonder why it was close. And Joel Klatt, the analyst, outstanding analyst on Fox, said, you know, if you look at him last week against Maryland, you know, you could see why Cade McNamara was still the quarterback last year. He was taking risks that he didn't need to take. He put the ball on the ground, and he did again on, on Saturday. I don't really blame him for that. He got hit right when he was throwing the ball because of a, a breakdown at right tackle again, which needs to be shored up. But uh, more than anything, you know, this kid isn't going to win the Heisman Trophy in his second year. 
here. And people were, but that's what Michigan fans do, right? When when everybody makes fun of them for September Heisman's and go back to Tate Forcier and you go back to Denard Robinson, you know what? Let this kid grow into the role. And and really, the most impressive thing about it, okay, he, he managed the game perfectly. We can say it. He managed the game. He was a game manager on Saturday, right? It's not a pejorative, people. You know what? He did a perfect job of that within the, the framework of the offense that Jim Harbaugh likes to run. But afterwards, you know what? He was not at all upset. In fact, he was thrilled. 155 yards. He's thrilled with the win. He doesn't care if he throws for 90 yards or 390 yards. And there are going to be times this year when they're, they're going to ask him to throw more. But what he's done is really become the leader. And uh, when I saw him interacting with Iyabi Oki, formerly Iyabi Anoma, who uh, really made some huge plays at defensive end down the stretch and, you know, loving him up. And I'm like, this guy is, is a leader. And you can tell they love him. So he's going to continue to grow into that role. But people expecting him to throw for 300, 400 yards per game this early in his career just wasn't going to happen. I think a lot of Michigan fans have angst because they're comparing Michigan to Ohio State right now. I really do. And they know Michigan has to go there and they're looking ahead and they're uh, we're, we're not going to have the dynamic quarterback they have. It could be. I mean, by the time you get there. And and part of me watches their vanilla play calling, just pound the rock, uh, short intermediate passes. I still have the side of me that says Harbaugh is saving a lot for the end of the season or games when you need yeah. it. I really believe yeah, that. I believe that, too. There's no question. We saw part of it uh, on Saturday on that reverse to Ronnie Bell. That was a uh, take on a play that they've been running all year, and, and then they come back, and with the reverse, they show it, the one formation, and then they run the reverse out of it. You had three linebackers on the snap that were going with the ball, with the way that the offensive line was going, and boom, here comes Ronnie Bell. And so that was an adjustment. That was something that was uh, that was perfect. It was perfect for that situation. Now they didn't need to open up every every part of the playbook in that game. Once you get up against Iowa, you know what? You keep pounding it in. If you can run the ball against these guys, they're going to have a hard time coming back on you. I thought the game plan was outstanding. If they'd made a couple more plays, I, I didn't think the execution was great a couple of times. He missed Ronnie Bell one time, or not, when he, when uh, Roman Wilson we went to Roman Wilson when Ronnie Bell was wide open, and he missed Roman Wilson, and he had a couple of others. Uh, other than that, other, if they get those, you know what? That's a 30 to nothing game at halftime, or, or 27 to nothing. So, uh, those things will come. There's no question about it. But the deep ball right now isn't his forte, and it's supposed to be. I don't think he's hit one since that, since the uh, Hawaii game. But the plays are there, and they're being set up by the outstanding run game. So keep doing what they're doing, and you're right. They're going to see. We're going to see more and more variations and in, in looks going forward, especially as they get into Penn State and Ohio State and teams like that. Okay, from the Iowa win, and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us talking about. Michigan bumping to 5-0. and They're still number four in America, 27-14 in Iowa City. Hawkeyes fall to 3-2. and Crazy weekend in the Big Ten watching Purdue manhandle uh, Minnesota. It, it kind of is the Big Two and uh, the little, uh, what is it, 12 now? Uh, other yeah. teams. It is. I. It's Big Ten looks really weak outside of Michigan and Ohio State. Maybe Penn State. I'll give them some love, and I'll be curious to see that game at the Big mm-hmm. House. Uh, but uh, what did you take from Iowa City and your trip out there that you like that tells you this team can beat Penn State, Ohio State, and win out, and, and what concerns you moving forward? 
Yeah, they better be Penn State at home. That's a team that uh, that they handle at home unless there's no crowd, like in, in 2020, which was uh, obviously different. But uh, I think that the, the two things, number one, the offensive line, when they play together, they haven't had a, an offensive line with chemistry all year because they've had guys hurt, Ryan Hayes in the first game and Trevor Keegan. When he came back and we watched the film and I asked Jim Harbaugh this today at his press conference, I said, it just seems like a different animal when he's in there. And he goes, yeah, he said it was good with guys like Giovanni Ohadi in there uh, as a sophomore, and he said, but it, it, Trevor Keegan takes it to another level. These guys were, were beating people up, and if they're going to do that and be able to run the ball like that, then they're going to win a lot of football games with their offense as long as they protect the ball. Blake Corum, too, I think we are finding out that he's a similar back to Hassan Haskins in terms of his strength. You know what? Everybody looks at his height, 5'8", and they say, oh, he's too small. This kid's built like a tank, and he's moving the pile, and he's getting those positive yardage plays at four become six, three become five that Hassan Haskins used to get. I do want to see some more explosive plays in the running game, and I think we will. Iowa's not the team that usually gives those up, but in in the first couple of weeks against some of those cream puffs on the schedule, I thought they'd have a few more. So that's one area you want to see. Last year, they led the nation in explosive plays over 50 yards. This year, they don't have one. So that needs to improve. The defense, in my opinion, I I still don't know uh, in terms of pass coverage. uh, If you look at what Spencer Petras did, and he's he's pure I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but it's just a fact. He's just not a very good quarterback. Threw for, I think, a season high 246 or something like that. And part of it was at the end when they had let up, but uh, they gave way too much in the middle of that defense. They're playing more zone, more quarters this year, and there are too many gaps between the linebackers and the safeties. And guys like Junior Coulson really have to step up in that role. The tight ends were open for Iowa. They could have had more yardage, even Bill, if Peters had been decent. So that's what really needs to be better. The run defense. I thought improved on Saturday, and uh, and that's going to need to continue. But again, that's not the standard this year. Iowa just isn't that team. So we're going to see some teams like Penn State try to run at them with their freshman running back, and uh, and even Michigan State has some still has some bullets in that chamber. Bill, I'm telling you, they're going to have they're going to be up for that game. I don't care if they're two and five or two and four or whatever. So those are the things that need to improve going forward here. The big number, though, 172 rushing yards for Michigan, 35 for Iowa at home this past Saturday in Michigan's 27-14 win. You can follow everything Michigan football with Chris Ballas and the team at thewolverine.com, part of the on3.com team. Also, go to thewolverine.com to hear the weekly Michigan football podcast with former Michigan offensive lineman Doug Skeen and Chris. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week. Sounds great, Billy. Thanks, buddy. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We do have the last game of the week tonight. Pretty good one with Stafford and the Rams taking on the Niners and new customers. Uh, have a huge deal sitting in front of them right now. You just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You use promo code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet just $5 on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your choice wins, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly if they are victorious, whether you pick the Rams or the Niners. And also don't forget about DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Uh, The more legs you add, the more you can win. You can do Stafford and Cup and Allen Robinson tonight or 
Uh, you can make your own same-game parlays. You'll see what they offer. Uh, they're really cool. Uh, check those out. And also, uh, you can boost them right now. Uh, everybody can boost their winnings on DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. If you're Dan Campbell, what's the quick fix to save this season when it comes to the Lions defense? You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's one 866 huge Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Our social networks are presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, now playing their home games at Van Andel Arena. In downtown GR in game one at Van Andel is November 10th. Uh, easiest way, follow Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook and Twitter. Ticket info, just Google Grand Rapids Gold. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for seven dollars. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for a dollar. From Campbell's tomato soup, Meyer frozen vegetables, to Meyer facial tissue, there's so many ways to seven for seven dollars. Plus, locally grown large jack-o'-lantern pumpkins are buy one get one fifty percent off. Shop the same low Meyer prices in store and online. Exclusions apply. See the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. Tim Stout from our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, where you can hear The Huge Show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. He'll join us. How's Mel Tucker? It's kind of like Campbell. How they going to rescue their seasons? Especially Tucker in East Lansing. Talk to Stout here in about 20 minutes. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com senior columnist on the Lions defense. Not forcing the Seahawks and Geno Smith to punt once, and that was a home game. Well, Dan Campbell, I'll keep saying it. He did it last year when he pulled Anthony Lynn from the offensive play calling. He took it over. He needs to do the same thing with Aaron Glenn. He does. Because it's really starting to look like at times that Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell are in over their head. And let's be honest. The first-time head coach, first-time D coordinator. Let's go talk about Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. in the Lansing area. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Tim, before we get to Mel Tucker, what are your thoughts and what were the people saying this morning on Stout on Sports about the Lions? Well, you know, Bill, they've been through this for so many years. I mean, there are never, ever, ever any expectations, at least from our audience, on the Lions. I mean, for whatever it's worth, this coach has won four out of 21 games. And and the thought was, in some degree, you know, if this would have been Patricia or any of these coaches prior to Campbell, you know, same old, same old, get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. What is unique, though, is these guys have set an NFL record through four games with 281 total points, and they lead the NFL in scoring with 140 points and still merely have a 1-3 and record. And, uh, you know, how many times do I hear the phrase, but these are the Lions, but these are the Lions. I've heard that phrase for a thousand years, but you know what? These are the Lions. These are the Lions. And the amazing thing is, you know, they've only lost by what? Three, three and four, something like that. Three, four and four. They've only lost by a couple of points, all three games, but, but they've lost. So, and it looks to me, they're going to get all they want in New England. I doubt they're going to score 40 points at New England on Sunday. And then one way or the other, they get a bye week and then they get the Cowboys. So what went from the usual preseason pap about they're better and this and everything else and blah, 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 the defensive coordinator, oh, man, he's ready for an NFL head coaching job. I mean, theoretically, could they be one and five? I think they're better, but it doesn't show in the one-loss column. That's our thought. And it's similar with Mel Tucker, uh, high expectations, maybe much higher than the Lions. And here you are now looking at a schedule and you're trying to count the remaining victories and I know Mel Tucker, the coach speak, circling the wagons. We're in this together. Uh, how does he get out of this and salvage the season in East Lansing? 
Well, you know, the irony, Bill, is it was less than a month ago. These guys were ranked 11th in the nation in the Associated Press poll, which is, I mean, it's just mind, it's numbing in a way that you can fall that far that fast. But I think they got to 11, not on beating Western and Akron. It was because of all the hype that came from last year. And like Lynn Henning of the Detroit News told us this morning when he was on, you know, Mel Tucker countless times last year pulled rabbits out of the hat. I tend to agree with that. I just think last year almost everything went their way. I mean, they since they went 9-0 and and beat Michigan, since they won that game, they're 4-6. and And two of those wins are against Western Michigan and Akron. So either they were leading a charmed life last year but for two games, and for that matter, somewhat of a charmed life, in my opinion, in the fourth quarter against Michigan. It was a great comeback, yes, blah, 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 all that. But I think the one thing over three games is the fact, and they played three decent teams, I think, but I just think with them, they need more players. They're like the Lions. They need more players. I, I hear all this about execution. Well, the execution's great, and you can do it if you've got players. If you don't have players, chances are that's not going to happen. I mean, look, they fooled me. I picked them to beat Washington. Then I said they can't be that bad. They'll win at home over Minnesota. They haven't played anybody, got killed there. And then I thought everybody likes Maryland and blah, blah, blah. Somehow State will rebound, and, and that didn't work out either. Now, the only question I have about this Saturday is whether they can cover 25 points which I think is doable because usually when they look like they're hopelessly out of a game against Ohio State at home, they play them tough, play them tough, play them tough. Last time they played them here was 26-6, to but the game was closer than that, I thought, through much of the game, and it was only because they turned the ball over that Ohio State, who was sloppy as can be that day, got out of here. The bigger question to me, Bill, is what percentage of the fans at Spartan Stadium are going to be wearing scarlet and gray this Saturday. It's Ohio State's first road game. They're undefeated. They're ranked third. It's easy to get here, blah, blah, blah. And I understand there are thousands of tickets that that Michigan State has released to put on sale, and they're kind of willing to sell them, whoever's willing to show up and buy them. So stay tuned and brace yourself for this Saturday, right? That's that's the conventional wisdom. If he doesn't write this in a hurry. I, I'm not talking about his job as online or anything, but how, how do you get the fans back after all that momentum he's built up from day one in East Lansing? I think it'll be extremely difficult. And I don't think it's a quick fix, no matter what they tell you about the four stars there are in the recruiting class. I don't buy that. And the reason I don't buy it is because every year, they got to play Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan and say what you want about them. And Michigan hasn't beat them yet. But if Michigan gets ahead of them and say what you want, Michigan always seems from here on out is going to be a team anybody's got to deal with, let alone Michigan State. Now, next year, they open with Central Michigan, Richmond, and Washington at home. So theoretically, they could get off to another 3-0 and start, get ranked in the top 25, but then they get into the Big Ten with some brutally tough crossover games and somewhat of the same thing could happen. I mean, I don't know how this is going to play out and finish for them. I think that's tough to call, Bill, because I think the Big Ten is weak. I mean, really, really weak across the board, especially in the West. 
But states still got to play the three best teams. They still got to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. I think Wisconsin will play them much tougher than you think because this guy that Wisconsin hired, Jim Leonard, he wants the job. And Michigan State, frankly, considered him after D'Antonio. He's a young guy. I think Wisconsin, frankly, wanted to get Leonard off the market before somebody else got him, and it was a show of faith that they were going to give him a chance to show what he can do the rest of the season. Wisconsin plays at Northwestern Saturday, so if they could win there, you know, at least they'd come into East Lansing the next week, and that seems to me like a toe-to-toe brawl, especially if Michigan State gets clobbered by Ohio State. Then State gets a week off, but you're going to hear for two weeks how they're going to get crushed at Michigan, and they're going to have to deal with that. Not only that, after the Michigan game, win or lose, there's always a letdown, and they got to go to Illinois. And suddenly, if nothing else, to me anyway, Illinois matches up great with them because I think Illinois is much improved defensively. It's a road game. It's a letdown game for State. Now, that I mean they can't win any of them, but when you look at the way the, the moons are lining up for them this year, you know th- this could be something that goes from bad to worse. And getting all that back to anywhere clo- close to 11-2 and two a year ago, in my opinion, Bill, that's going to be extremely tough to do. Because I can't tell myself, do, are, do they have more issues on defense or offense? Most people say defense, but I'm not so sure. Because they have a very hard time sustaining a running game, a passing game that matches. They never have a 75-yard eight-play drive. If they hit on something, it's kind of weird. And, you know, they started out of Maryland in the first half moving the ball, and they did nothing after halftime. And who knows what Ohio State's going to inflict on them this Saturday, other than the fact that I think Michigan State will really, really play hard in this game and just see what it gets them. Yeah, I don't know if playing hard, uh, if this is going to end up from 11 in the country to maybe a 4-8 and eight season, 5-7 and seven possibly at best. And that Illinois game with Bielema, after he beat up on Chris, that was it. And Madison, 34-10 over the weekend. And, and I agree with you. I said it earlier, the Big Ten is as weak as I've ever seen it. Realistically, after Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, Tell me a team worth a darn. Maybe Illinois, well, right? So I so every week I do kind of my own personal Big Ten power poll. So last night I said, you know, this is always easy for the first three because that's where they are in the poll, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And then I asked the guys around me, who's fourth? I mean, who's the fourth best team Illinois. in the league? Frankly, Illinois. I had them sixth and I put Maryland fourth, but I can be argued out of that. I put Minnesota fifth by default, giving them credit for the fact that they started 4-0 and and then completely laid a giant egg against Purdue. But who else are you going to put in there? And, and Illinois, I, I had them sixth, but you can argue that you can bump them to fourth, and yet they lost to Indiana. So, you know, in that Big Ten West, you got five teams with one conference loss, and the other two, Northwestern and Wisconsin, have two. So everybody in the West who lost, Nebraska's not out of it. And if Nebraska wins at Rutgers, they'll start yakking the yak about, hey, if we rally and win one for the interim coach, we can get into the Big Ten title game. That's how brutal the West is. So, I mean, it's intriguing. I mean, there's drama every week on that side. And on this side, of course, I, I still got to see Michigan build. I, I, I thought they did what they had to do at Iowa, and they'll do what they have to do at Indiana. 
then are they better enough and can they make some plays enough at home to beat Penn State? Because if they can do that, it sets them up, in my opinion, to be 11-0 when they go to Columbus, which, you know what, that'll be, if that's the way it is, it's just like the old times for years and years and years, the Big Two and the Little Eight, and the Big Ten title was always Michigan versus Ohio State, even though now there's a title game. The winner of Michigan-Ohio State then would get to pound whoever comes in from the West. But that's down the road yet, and there's still a lot of fun games. You know, even though they're lousy, even though a lot of these teams are awful, at least there's a lot of drama in these games because these games, a lot of times, you don't really know how it's going to go, and there are a lot of crazy plays that determines who wins and who loses. So I can't believe that there's two Big Ten coaches that have been fired before October 3rd. It's mind-boggling to me, but that's the new world that we live in today, right? Yeah, you're making millions, NIL, uh you're getting that big cash. I, it's not what you've done. It's what you're doing. Uh, it's Tim Stout makes big cash. Lansing, uh, the game, 7.30 a.m. Stout on Sports Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Also TV, Lansing State Journal. Timmy, good to hear your voice. I look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely, Bill. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, speaking of Lansing, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app today and sign up. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses you're still going to get $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and exciting customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on the Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE. 
When you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you sign up, H-U-G-E, you can bet on the Rams or the Niners tonight. Five bucks if you're a new customer and you sign up and use that code HUGE. If your pick wins tonight, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. Use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's go get his thoughts on the Lions' loss yesterday. Their offense, the best in the NFL. Golf was the best QB yesterday in terms of numbers. They're racking up 45 at home, yet the defense couldn't force one stop or a punt. And the Lions, after three home games, are 1-3. and three. And the heat is on in the Motor City in terms of just trying to get that defense going in the right direction. Michael here at joins us. Michael, what's going on with that Lions defense? Well, not anything that's that's good, that's for sure. And, and you saw the game yesterday. Gave up 555 yards. They never punted. Mm. Uh, and they never trailed, which was amazing. They were never behind. They took a 7 nothing lead. The Lions made it 7-6 and missed the extra point and never never were, never were tied. They were never in the lead anything after that. It's surprising to me, absolutely. I didn't think... No, the Seahawks aren't that good. They were averaging 15 point something points per game going into the game. They tripled that against the Detroit mm. Lions. Just that didn't didn't can't say they didn't show up because obviously the offense showed up. You know, played their regular you know regular high powered game. They're the number one rated offense. You know, statistically in the National Football League, I think they deserve that. And the defense is is 32nd and last, and they deserve that too. So there we are. Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com columnist, joining us from Detroit here on the Huge Show across Michigan. My Bud Light, huge question of the day to the audience. I want you to answer it. What's the quick fix for Campbell uh, to get the defense back on track? Well, the quick fix is there is no quick fix right now. I'm sorry to say that, but I will say this. He was asked this question yesterday and again uh, uh, today, and he doubled down on it. He is sticking firm with... uh, with Aaron Glenn as the defensive coordinator. That's what I would do, too. I would not fire him now. Now, who knows what's going to happen when the season's over. I doubt that they would make a move. There's a you know, good connection there between, or a strong connection, I should say, between Campbell and and and, uh, and, and Anthony Glenn. So they're going to, as he said in his, his press conference today at 2.15 at Allen Park, uh, Dan Campbell said that they're going to make some changes, changes in schematic, changes in personnel, and all that. What that means in personnel, he wouldn't indicate. It wouldn't. I wouldn't say it wouldn't surprise me. But one thing I would do is I would get Jared Davis, the linebacker they drafted. They drafted in the first round seven years ago. Hasn't had the career they expected. He's on practice squad right now. But somehow I would get him involved in, in the first down plays. So I'll tell you one thing about him. You give him an assignment, tell him to go hit so-and-so. He's going to go hit so-and-so. Who isn't going to forget it? That's just one thing I would do. Michael Hero, uh, we'll catch up later. Uh, more on the lines. Appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Okay, Huge Hey, Thanks for having me. Right, Michael Hero, yeah. I mean, Campbell's going to... It's like Tucker had his press conference. Circle the wagons, Campbell. He, he's not going to throw a coach out of the bus. But he did with Anthony Lynn last year. Sean Wright sent a tweet. Well, hey, Dan's a former tight end. Uh, why Why would he take over defense? If, if Dan doesn't know his team and the opponents in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, and he shouldn't be a head coach. If he doesn't have the ability to take over the defense 
and game plan and guide Aaron Glenn, he should not be the head coach of your Detroit Lions. He should be well-versed in all three areas if you are the man and the head coach. Sean Wright, I hope that answers your question. Thanks for the tweet at Huge Show. And remember, all of our social network interaction is presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, now playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at beautiful Van Andel Arena. Opening night is Thursday, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual outlets. Or just Google Grand Rapids Gold or follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free. And it's at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.